welcome to another edition of the Y-Pod, where we highlight everyday Wyoming leaders. Excited to share a conversation with Amy Grenfell, Chief Operating Officer of the Wyoming Business Council. Among other things, we talk about how well folks from Wyoming perform when they go abroad, how she thinks about the future of our state, and what each of our communities might be doing to make Wyoming even better. I hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. So, let's get to it. Here's Amy Grenfell. My name is Amy Grenfell, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer of the Wyoming Business Council. And for people who may not know anything about the Wyoming Business Council, Mm -hmm. or maybe they know a little bit because you do so many things, could you paint a little picture for us of what the Wyoming Business Council is and some of what you do? Yeah, so we're the state's economic development agency. And um, a big focus of ours right now is economic diversification within the state. And what does economic diversification mean for people who don't swim in that water? Yeah, so economic diversification means, um, in Wyoming especially, it's even more important because we've been a very very energy-focused state in our history. And so economic diversification is, is, is activating and looking at some new sectors um, while we're reinforcing those core sectors that have, that have carried us to this point. So it's not an either-or. Not an either-or, it's about. So we, we maintain our core. Mm-hmm. Um, and for someone who might be skeptical about diversification, mm-hmm. uh, I know you're really excited about it. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of us who are. Uh, what's one reason you're excited about the idea of more companies and our state as a whole diversifying? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think the obvious is that we're not dependent then on our core sectors. That we're not looking to those core sectors to be our only option for economic growth in the state. Um, and I think it's important when we look at our core sectors, uh, and when you talk about the either or, those core sectors, we can actually use those as launch pads to activate those new sectors. And so um, you know, one example is a, a company who's been maybe historically an energy service company. The aerospace industry might be a nice fit for them to expand into. And so that's an example of how you could use it as that launch pad. So the people who are then doing business with aerospace companies don't have to completely reinvent their business. Correct, yeah. And so I think we've got a number of companies and industries in some ways that are transferable. And so that that helps bolster and stabilize our Wyoming economy. It also creates jobs for our people, which is is the ultimate goal. And and then those jobs are not necessarily going to be what their their fathers or their grandfathers or their great-grandfathers did. It'll be taking a lot of what our, 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 our new students at the University are learning um, and hopefully bringing them back to the state. You've mentioned in our conversations mm-hmm. offline that's not, that's not just a, a slogan or a mantra from the Business Council mm-hmm. because your family historically was in industries that this applies to. Absolutely, yeah. So my dad worked at a coal mine in Kenner, Wyoming for 40 years. Um, his dad worked at that coal mine as well. And, you know, so growing up in Kenner, that's a, a very coal mining dependent community. It's interesting. I'm a first generation college grad as well. And so um, when I think about my growing up years and what I could do when I grew up and what, what kind of jobs I was exposed to, they're very different from the jobs I actually do now or what I envisioned doing. And so uh, I think that's what we all want for our, our youth and then someday our, our, our business owners, because that's what happens with our youth, hopefully, hopefully, is that we that they're able to, to grow into different fields and bring those back to Wyoming somehow. So in saying that, it it gives me the impression that when you were a little kid, you weren't thinking about going to work for the business council. No, it's funny how that works, isn't it? Is that what we what we're exposed to, or what we think of as kids? And I think sometimes our small town Wyoming kids don't know all the jobs that you can do. I remember feeling that way of 
even just going to the University of Wyoming, being exposed to a whole different side of other jobs that are out there. And so I, I think that's a, that's challenging sometimes for, our, for, our, for the kids today going through school, but also exciting. And, and part of our job is to now reinforce what those jobs could do and how you could do those in Wyoming. Thinking about when you were in college and you got exposed to all those different mm-hmm. pathways, what was it about this aspect that started you down this path? So I'm, I'm probably somewhat of an unusual um, person in today's world, especially where the major I started with my freshman year of college is the major I ended up with four years later. So a little bit unusual, but I think back to you and before college, I you know at one point I wanted to be a pharmacist. At one point I thought it would be really fun to be an interpreter. The part I didn't know is that I probably should live overseas and have really strong language skills. <laughs> Secretary of State, I thought we really need to have these global jobs. Um, and so where I ended up going, though, was, was business, and I majored in marketing. Um, and, and because I liked the idea of the branding and, and building an image and all of the different areas that that would play into. It's not always just product marketing, but service marketing or even place marketing. And did you, at, at your college age, did you intend to stay in Wyoming, go someplace else? Um, I think at that time, yeah, no, I think of like a lot of, of kids at the university and you're ready to launch your, your life and trying to go on your, to this next adventure, I think I, I didn't ever anticipate staying in Wyoming necessarily. And I don't know if I ever had that direct thought. I knew I wanted to work in, in business. I knew I wanted to work in big business. And so I, I assumed or thought that I'd probably have to go to a city to do that. And where did you end up going? So um, I, um, at the time, the company was called Anderson Consulting. The name of it now is Accenture, which is a large global consulting firm. And I had an opportunity to be um, their intern from the University of Wyoming after my junior year of college. And so I interned out of their Denver office. And at the end of that internship, I was offered a full-time job with them. And so I spent 15 years working for Accenture at a variety of different areas within the business. I did consulting for about two and a half years, and then um, being the road warrior got a, got a little old and came back in and started working in some of the internal operation functions where I was, uh, I worked in operations for their U.S. recruiting organization for um, a good chunk of time and then moved into um, global roles. Um, my most recent role was, was actually managing and working with their North American alumni network. They were a large enough company globally that they had an alumni network just like a college would and um, they used that alumni network for both a sales tool um, and a market expansion tool for for them um, as well as just general engagement and and a recruiting tool for rehires to come back in. Having that perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, global companies, global issues that they were dealing with, um, what do you pull from that? Now you're back in Wyoming and we'll get more to that, but are there things you pull from your global experiences that you, you still think are relevant to things we're dealing with in Wyoming? I sat side by side with people who went to much larger universities or who had lived in metropolitan areas or who had had very different backgrounds from mine, but I was still able to do the same job or, or work in those same functions. So that was, that was probably a very interesting for me to reflect on. And that it doesn't matter where you come from, it's what you do with it. And um, also how similar we are regardless of backgrounds. It makes me very optimistic about people from Wyoming going out and carrying their own weight. Yeah, oh, for sure. I, I don't ever remember it being a weakness at all in any way, shape, or form being from Wyoming. If anything, it was probably a benefit 
because I had a different perspective. And I was able to bring that different perspective sometimes to conversations where that different perspective was the minority just based on my upbringing and based on where I lived. And it's always a novelty to be from Wyoming a lot of times too, right? <laughs> there is a story to tell. There is. And people are intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. So you're in Denver, you're working for a global company, mm-hmm. and you have this large sandbox that you're playing in. And yet we know because you're here that you ended up coming back to Wyoming what sparked that? What thought process did you go through? Probably the whole Johnson & Johnson, a baby changes everything, was the, was one of the big things. So I, I met my husband in Denver. He actually worked for the same company that I did. And after we got married and then after we had our, our first child, that pull back home and, and being closer to family was pretty strong. My husband's family was all in Houston or in Georgia, and my family was here in Wyoming. And so we talked a lot about, you know, we, what we want kids to grow up with family close by, where do we see this going? And the biggest thing that I kept coming back to is that the best gift I could give to my kids is to raise them in Wyoming. And so we wanted to make it make that happen and figure out how to get back to, to Wyoming. And luckily, my husband, who the smallest place he'd ever lived was Denver, <laughs> was very willing to, 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 to go on that adventure with me. So a phrase you used a few moments ago, mm-hmm. the best gift you ever gave your kids was raising them in Wyoming. Absolutely. Why do you believe that? Because I, I wanted them to grow up grounded. I wanted them to grow up with a strong sense of who they were, common sense. I wanted them to grow up to know that, especially growing up in a smaller town, I want them to understand the importance of your role in a community. And I think you get that from a smaller place. Yeah. I've never heard that phrase before. You should... Trademark. <laughs> it should be a state slogan in some yeah. way, shape, or form. Yeah. You came back to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. The job market is very different in Wyoming than it is somewhere else. You had a destination in mind. You knew you wanted to live here, but now you've got to match up the idea of career and opportunity. And two careers, right. Yours yeah. and your husband's. Uh-huh. How did that play out? So we got really lucky, actually. So my husband is an IT guy, and, and I, at that time, was working um, in, in human resources operations and, and I was working nationwide, so I had a, a, a national role, but I was, so I was working with people all over the country. And he, he came across a monster.com posting for an IT position at the Wyoming State Hospital in Evanston, which is 45 miles from where I grew up and where my parents still lived and where my sister still lived with her family. So he applied and, and got the job. And then what I did is I worked with, with Accenture, who was very open about telecommuting and working virtually. And I worked on a team where the entire team already worked virtual and uh, presented the opportunity to them of what would happen if I telecommuted from Wyoming. And so I did that for approximately eight years out of Evanston. And so we were able to, to make that jump by only one of us changing jobs. And then I kept my job and, and telecommuted back to Denver going back about once a quarter. Eventually found your way to the business council in Cheyenne. What was it about the business council that that appealed to you? So after my tenure at Accenture, um, and I have to go back to why I made the jump to public service. Um, While I was in Evanston, because I worked from home, I didn't have a lot of community connections. And as you may recall, that was one of the reasons why I moved back to a smaller town, is that that's important to me. And the position that the city of Evanston had opened up, working in local economic development, local Main Street program, historic preservation, and then other city happenings, city clerk and facilities and those types of things. I went ahead and took a shot in the dark and applied for the job. So major career change to switch from private sector consulting to public sector municipal government. 
uh, the city of Evanston took a, ch- took a chance on me. So I was in that position for about five years working in local economic development. At that time, the business council then had a, had an opportunity um, for their chief operating officer position, and I had worked very closely with the business council in my role at the city of Evanston and knew a lot about the programs, knew the people, knew about the importance of what was happening in the state, and so applied for that position um, and, and uh, got the position, but that did require a relocation from Evanston to Cheyenne. Tremendous successes Evanston has had, mm-hmm. by the way. I- might not be a city that people outside Wyoming would recognize or think of as being very progressive, but within the state, they've had some marvelous successes that, that must still carry some pride for you. A lot of that road had been built before I came to the city of Evanston, specifically around historic preservation and the importance of historic preservation. And Evanston has done an excellent job of preserving history and using it to move the city forward. And at the same time, Evanston also has a very strong Main Street program. And given the proximity to Salt Lake City, has a, a great potential from an economic development standpoint, too. Taking that success in your experience now working in the public sector, it was still appealing to you to, to get onto a bigger platform, bigger sandbox to be able to affect the state? Yeah, absolutely. And the phrase that I always come back to when I explain this part of me I didn't know existed, but being really in touch with the, the need for me to leave my campsite better than I found it. And I didn't realize how important that was to me as a person or even in a career fulfillment standpoint. And then that was one of the catalysts behind me making the jump from the private sector to the public sector in Evanston. And even more so, once I got a taste of how important that is to give back to the place where you live and that's been so good to you, that was part of what I was looking for by coming to the business council. You've been here a while, so you must be tapping into that. But it's been a year of change at the Business Council as well. And, but I think that's, that, that's the important part about the Business Council. Is the Business Council needs to constantly be in a state of change to be responding to what's happening in the state so that we're of, of the best service to the state and the state's needs. Of all the different things the Council's involved in, mm-hmm. all the different things you're excited about, uh, if there were one or two that come to the, the front of your brain as far as things you're excited about, what would pop to mind? We launched a new strategy in May of 2019, and think just the entire strategy and having a, a slightly different direction and maybe more focus on that direction is very exciting. And like, like we talked about earlier in the conversation, the meshing of the core industries that, that have been a mainstay in our state to those new industries and where that could take us. I also think the, the, the focus um, around entrepreneurism and, and, and really helping people grow some of those, uh, those, their own business ideas within the state is also very exciting. One of the things we were chatting about before we started to record was the idea of different uh, philosophies or different strategies about economic development. Uh, one is that you recruit companies into an area and, and that can work incredibly well. And another is when you talk about entrepreneurial uh, a focus is start a business. Mm-hmm. And there may also be a middle ground in terms of how do you take a business that has a certain number of employees or a certain amount of business and help them diversify, help them grow. Um, could you speak a little bit about how you think about those different perspectives? So recruitment is always the headline grabbing um, a piece of economic development. But but the bulk of economic development that probably is the most successful, and, and again, this is my opinion, is that business retention and expansion. So those are your existing businesses who've chosen to make Wyoming their home already. 
helping them to expand either in their current sector or maybe expanding into new sectors. And so that's that that's a very, very important piece of economic development and making sure that we're focusing on that area. And then of course the third piece is that new business, the startup piece. And and, and also, you know, with those we're targeting people who live already in our state and who want to continue to live and and, and build their families in our state. And so I think that, that those those other two pieces tend not to get the headlines, but are probably much more important than the recruitment. It may create a different feel also that we were talking about before we started to record the idea that um, you have people who've already decided they want to be here, they already love the space. Um, and we also talked about the idea that there is this mystique, and you mentioned it earlier, to, mm-hmm. to being in Wyoming. There are people who want to come to Wyoming. Uh, and the idea of building an ecosystem and building jobs for either someone who wants to move back or someone who wants to move here who's never lived here before. Um, that idea that that's part of what you're trying to do as well as the business council. Yeah, that's very true. Um, and I think we all recognize that that where you live is, is so much more than just the place where you go to work every day or, or where the location where you work. And, and maybe I have that perspective a little bit more because I did telecommute for so long. And so we chose to live in a place regardless of, of, of a job being tied to that location. And so I think community amenities become very important when we talk about what creates that draw for somebody to stay in a community or even move to a community. And I think you can expand that out even to why you stay in the state or move back to or come and and relocate to a state. You mentioned an optimism about the business council not being out there alone trying to fight this fight all by yourself Mm -hmm. or to carry this load all by yourself. I got a tone of optimism from you. For sure. So part of our new strategy is really focused on leveraging our partnerships, and that that is drawn out very specific in our strategy because we aren't doing doing this on our own. It's a very, very heavy lift, and, and the more people and more sectors and more partners around the state that we have helping to focus on economic diversification, the more successful we'll be. And that that's everything from K-12 education to the university structure, the community college structure, workforce services, our local economic developers. It's, it's a variety of different levels when we talk about partners. And so we're, we're really reinforcing that partnership. You also mentioned the idea of where this all plays out, you having a family yourself. Mm-hmm the idea of creating an opportunity for people to move back, young people to move back to Wyoming if they wanted to. And when they're making that decision, the idea that they're not just making a judgment about Wyoming, we're, we're competing with all these other places that they might choose to go. There is a level of competition around which community may or may not be benefiting or which state is, is maybe benefiting or not benefiting from growth in, in, in economies. And I think it's really important for Wyoming and for our Wyoming communities to be the best community or best state that we can be and be very in touch with what our identity is and not try to be somebody that we're not. And and what I mean by that is that I think the culture of our state and the culture and even at the community level is very important to to, to tie into and to be honest about who we are and to be honest about who we aren't. Because I think the more pure, transparent, genuine approach with economic diversification, um, in, in my opinion, is going to be our most successful because it, it's not going to benefit us long term to attract companies that may not be happy here long term. We need to be honest about who we are and play to our benefits and our strengths. And a lot of those are tied to 
you know, a lot of people live in Wyoming because of the outdoor rec or or around the sense of independence that we have in the state, our wide open spaces. And so let's play those things up and let's use those as as catalysts for good um, and, and, and not focus on what we aren't. Having a family mm-hmm. had mentioned that you're a bit torn. It would be great to have your family leave or come back, um, you know, relocate here or never leave here, which I'm sure a lot of us as parents feel. But there's also this idea that you want them to grow and you want them to go out and see other things. Uh, how do you think about that balance in terms of what you're building in Wyoming versus where it might go for you personally? You know, it's interesting. I actually think about it a lot. And, and I think, you know, as a parent, you naturally think about your kids and, and what they're what they're doing all the time. But but as you just said, I, I as a parent, I really straddle that line of I want my kids to go out and have these big adventures and, and to chase their dreams and not have limits. But at the same time, to grow Wyoming's economy and to make this a place where my kids can or would want to come back to is very, very important to me as well. And so I, I think I think that's the key is that as long as we have choices for, for our kids to come back to or opportunities or th- that it's even a possibility, I think that's the key. For someone who's in an operational role, you think a lot about cause and vision and big picture. Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't. Um, it, it, as you get into these roles, and you're right, as, as being an operations person, you would think that I would be focused on that. At the business council, we practice something called strength finders. In our, in our name tag, that's how each one of our offices we actually list our strengths. And one of the categories of strengths and strength finders is strategic. And I am a little bit more strategic than I realized I am. I'm split between strategic and execution in, in the strength finder categories. It's so. a good combination. For probably, yeah. In my person. role, it probably works okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Anything else that you think people might not necessarily be aware of, but they they might be excited to hear or or make them a bit more optimistic about where we're going in Wyoming? Probably just the general sense of optimism and that we know it's time for Wyoming to change. I think we we feel that on a variety of levels as citizens. And just the reassurance that the business council is very aware of that and that we have a plan and that we've got we've got we're building partnerships to execute that plan. And I believe Wyoming's future is bright. Thank you for doing this. And thank you for everything you do to help Wyoming behind the scenes that we may not be aware of. We see some headlines sometimes, but there's a lot a lot of people pulling in that direction to help us all.